Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, the legit boss. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Tomorrow, we'll be live at 5 p.m. once again in the Impact Zone. That's right, Larson's making a repeat appearance, which means I guess I'll have to make a repeat appearance, and hopefully the enforcer, Stevie Bradley, will make a repeat appearance as well uh, because Kenny Omega is going to be back, and as long as Kenny Omega is at impact, uh, at least for the foreseeable future, we probably will be too. Should be covering it. Yeah, I suppose so. I, probably I suppose a good so. idea. Plus, it's fun. It's fun just to be able to not worry about it. Like, it's on. I leave. I come back. It's still on. It's still there. Don't worry, I'm not worried about it. I don't have to take notes or anything. No, it's just for the fun of wrestling. That's no. what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. And now, then, the real uh, question is, will, will Lenny Omega, as seen at AAA, show up? That's the real question. He wasn't seen at AAA merely in the advertisement for that match. Well, in the graphic for the, the graphic, match, too, yeah. which played during the show. So that's what I meant. He's yeah. In the graphic at AAA. But we don't know who that person is that they took the picture of. No idea. I mean, it's like fake Undertaker situation. But fake Undertaker, primetime Brian Lee, looked more like Mark Calloway than this Lenny Omega cleanser situation. It's a very yeah, odd situation. Yeah, I don't situation. know if deals with all that. It's very, it's very peculiar. This is a bigger question. Spideyville has it right. The real question is, will Melissa Santos be on impact for the ad breaks? Are they going to bring her back for that? We don't know. There's a lot of Things questions. To be seen. There's a lot of mysteries, a lot of things uh, that we need to, 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 to learn. Is he still just going to be in his impact. bus? Probably still. I assume so. They probably shot all at one, all at once, right? One chunk, yeah. If he doesn't say anything of consequence this episode, I'd very much doubt that I'm going to come back for a third week. But we'll see. Anyways, I don't want to be Debbie Downer. Um, Also, don't be Debbie Downer. Also, are you going to be alone Christmas Eve? I am. So come join me for Christmas Steve. I'm going to watch Green Lantern the movie as my punishment for losing Survivor Series predictions. I'll be wearing a Green Lantern shirt. And if my ring gets here on time, a Green Lantern ring. Uh, there you go. We're gonna be. I'm gonna be using the Amazon Watch Party feature to watch Green Lantern on the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Figure I'm not doing anything else on Christmas Eve, so why not just do it then? In case anybody out there might uh, want something to do, maybe people can't make it to go visit their family, or they choose not to because of the current situation we're in right now. Hey, we can all. Suffer together by watching Green Lantern on Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve live on the Twitch. There you go. What time again? Noon Pacific, 3 Eastern? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so 8 p.m. UK time. Right. There you go. That sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, Raw, let's talk that. Did that sound good to you, Steve? Or my opinion was more or less the first hour was all right, even though the opening dirt sheet bit wasn't very good. Um, the first hour at least felt like it had momentum. It felt like the energy was decent. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of got bogged down for a bit, save for the, the final Orton Bray bit. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the stuff at the end, I know they had to do the math about who's winning at TLC. Uh, it didn't really need to be done. 
yeah this Drew's is their totally new thing this that. ascension ceremony where they put the belt up up on that little, little doodad and, and weird and music raise it to the rafters in. yeah like halfway through somebody's promo um it, it feel it doesn't really feel necessary uh i guess the the major development kind of in the middle of raw was lana picking up a w over nia Jax. however after the bout uh the uh, Nia and Shayna uh, twisted her, stomped on her, uh, beat the heck out of her, and now she has been written off for her scheduled tag team title bout uh, at TLC. So they're still advertising the match. Asuka and mystery partner versus Shayna and Nia. Uh, there was a match between Dana and Shayna uh, following that uh, the conclusion of that match. Mandy Rose came back. Um, to help make the save, of course, her and Dana, prior to Mandy being written off, tag team. So, yeah, uh, who? Let us speculate who Oscar's partner may be. This is probably gonna be Dana Brooke, um, because didn't they? Isn't Mandy Rose still? Is she, wait, is she considered medically uncleared still, or is she medically clear? Wasn't she like medically? Un- she was written off for a second, wasn't she? Yeah, because she hurt her shoulder. Yeah, that's right. So she's, I mean, I don't know. Did they clarify tonight if she's back back? Like, she, okay, it's probably going to be Dana Brooke. Um, although, yeah, that's kind of weird well, with her attack. I kind of feel right. like, yeah. I kind of feel like Mandy has, because it was, it was Nia who, who injured her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. But then is it so weird that you're breaking like... up a tag team to go after different tag titles? Yeah. Let's rewind. I'm glad you brought up Lana in the first place. What the hell are they doing? Um, is this a matter of. This is me being cautiously optimistic. I'll be honest. I really enjoy the Lana stuff. I think that it's been really well built. Um, I thought that when we saw Shayna and Nia annihilate Lana at the end, okay, you're paving the road. That's some really strong math right there. Yeah, Lana got the win, so you're clouding the math a little bit. But Shayna and Nia completely annihilate her. And then she comes in, has a big underdog win with Oscar with help from like the most dominant person in like company history besides Bruno. Uh, she has help from Lana, I'm um, from Oscar rather, to get these tag titles. And they have a little run. Maybe you do Shayna Oscar at the Rumble. Uh, and then Oscar, probably Charlotte at WrestleMania. I don't know where you go from there. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, you don't need Nia. There's a lot of good tag teams, so you don't need Nia and Shayna to stay together because they're probably, I mean, as good as 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 much as I've liked their tag team, they probably need to be singles wrestlers. Um, So, yeah, but then they say she's been written out of TLC. Is Mm -hmm. is the match then? I mean, Asuka's got to fight somebody at the Rumble unless unless they're going to do Asuka and Lana versus Shayna and Nia because they think that this needs a bigger stage. I don't know. I mean, I, I like the Lana stuff. Well, why the hell would they do this? They want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to keep Lana. Like, what's the payoff for Lana here? I see, well, I see two potential options. I see your point about writing her off so when she returns, it's a deal. It's mm-hmm. a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Or that's the intent. It's a deal. Uh, and then from that point on, yeah, you know, maybe they'll she'll get another tag title match, win them there. Or in WWE, uh, WWE's eyes, she got her win over Nia. That's that. Uh, write her off until they figure out what's to, what to do with her next. Like the pessimist in me mm-hmm. thinks, okay, they and, and to an extent, they've wrapped up the story in that Lana's been bullied by Shayna and Nia for months now. Mm-hmm. She was basically uh, scared to step in the ring with Nia. She did. Not only did she overcome her fears, she proved victorious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got beat down, but in terms of the story of Lana versus Nia, Lana got a dub. You know, again, this is the pessimist to me as, as it relates to WB. Um, that's it. Lana got her W and they can move on. Yeah, Because but that why... kind of stuff's happened before. Well, they, just, they decide the middle of the story is the end of the story and that's that. Yeah, but why then write her off instead of giving her a solid loss at, you know, at, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt that you could completely be right. I mean, it's not like we're not dealing with Shakespeare here. Um, no. They do weird things. Um, 
But uh, but I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought that the beatdown was really really well. Like she sold it like a champ. She it was it was disturbing almost the way she was like sobbing over when they were doing this stuff to her. Yeah. It was and there was one point disturbing. where Shayna grabbed one of her legs, and it, I I I don't think I've ever seen a human bend that way. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. Um. So I don't know. It's compelling stuff. I'm 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 looking forward to seeing where it's gonna go next. I just don't know like if they're if they're gonna know. have plans for it. Um, I mean, I want to be optimistic. They have plans for something for Lana that would launch her up a level. You know, because mm. that should be the point of all this. Mm. It, and uh, but then again, there's been times where I, I was hopeful that was the case and it didn't happen. So I just don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know. I guess like, I guess the we might get a short term answer based on who teams with Oscar. Now that Mandy's back, they want to put Mandy in that picture and put her into the storyline. Do her and Oscar win those tag titles on Sunday? Then when Lana comes back, and then how does that all work? In? I don't know. Yeah, I gotta believe that. Like, I don't think that if if anybody was gonna win the tag titles, it would have been Lana. I'm not right now. You think I'm, so? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not thinking Oscar's gonna come away with these tag titles. Here's another thing. Yeah, I have a hard time believing Oscar. So regardless who Asuka picks as her partner, I have a hard time believing if Asuka's team is going to lose that she's going to be eating any pins. Right, Agreed? yeah, yeah, agree, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if Mandy coming back, if she's going to be eating any pins either. Nope. So it lends credence to the idea that Dana Brooke might be Asuka's tag team partner. You know, I kind of dig that they, they, they book Dana Brooke relatively strong these days they're actually she deserves it man she puts she she obviously has been working she's been working a ton i agree 100 100 that being said they're not afraid to have her eat a eat a loss Mm -hmm. lana's been doing just absolutely great work though like lana's Mm -hmm. been doing just fantastic work um i really enjoyed their short match i thought that it was a really solid logical logically booked finish to that match um i really like that stuff tonight um, let's just go ahead and hop right into it from there. Maybe, uh, we'll, we'll take a look at chat here. Maybe, Hey, leave us some comments. Sometimes our friendos can break some, 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 some good ideas in our comments yeah. and it'd be like, Agreed. Oh, whoa. And then it'll actually end up happening. So let us know what you guys yeah. think in the comments below. Um, yes, please. it kicked off with, uh, the dirt sheet, which <laughs> is different from Ms. TV in that I guess it's not a talk show, but I thought it was. Um, I guess. I, I guess the one upside to this is that they did it first and got out of the way, so it didn't absolutely kill the momentum of the middle of the show. It kind of didn't overstay its welcome, and it because it was like maybe ten minutes before the it actual was about match. Minutes. Yeah, it was about eight minutes. AJ and Sheamus had a match afterwards, which was a killer match. Yeah, it was um, good. And this, I'll be honest, it wasn't. That. I thought AJ was okay. I thought AJ was good in it. This, this didn't. But when it's just them sitting there. And they have a guest, and they don't stop talking. That's when I find it really just off-putting, and I it, it kills an entire raw for me. This I didn't think was that bad. They've got Miz uh, with a spotlight on him, and he's got a book, The Nightmare Before TLC, and it was written by AJ Styles. Very nice mock-up of this book that they had here, uh, and they have it. It's sort of sort of staged like a play where. <laughs> I did. I didn't see this come. Did you see AJ lurking off? To, I didn't see this coming. I thought it was great. Yeah. He's so I don't know. If, did you? Did you write down in your copious notes? You write down the entire fairy tale? No. Okay. Well, I don't know because you know it, it was. It was in short. It was the story of 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 the the WWE title match at TLC. So mm-hmm. he snaps his fingers and AJ's there. And AJ goes, "Well, it's not just me. It's it's you know my my associate." Uh, almost he snaps his fingers and almost shows up. They get a spotlight on him ringside. I thought that was clever. Goes, I thought that was pretty funny. And Miz says, "No, I'm I'm making the edit." Snaps his finger, light comes down. Yeah. Um, and then he does the same thing when he mentions Drew's name, but it's John Morrison, like Braveheart gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Morrison and AJ kind of pantomime the TLC match, and there's a sword involved, and AJ stabs Morrison with the sword. Mm-hmm. Um, this bit, this next bit was kind of confusing. So. Miz says uh, that if AJ doesn't get the job done, doesn't beat Drew, then he's going to cash in. But then he mentions pinning AJ to become WWE champion. Did you notice that? I watched it twice because at first I was like, that doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. Now now that you mentioned it, I kind of remember that. Um, And then AJ gets mad and says, well, I wasn't the copy of the book I gave you. And and Miz says something like, 
Dude, the, no yeah. one waits till after the credits or something like that. Given how confused Miz was when AJ was trying to help him cash in, uh, like what a week or two ago. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, this is just sort of silly, but uh, but yeah, that didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, and like you said, Miz top Miz mentions you know cashing in, and AJ's like, wait a second, I didn't write that part. You know, you just made that up. And he's like, yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, long story short, Sheamus interrupts all that. And uh, Miz and Morrison run off. Sheamus gets in the ring, and he's sort of backing AJ down. He's like, whoa, 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 we don't have to have this match right now. Like, we, we can have it later on in the night. He sort of goes behind a Christmas tree, throws the Christmas tree at Sheamus, gets out of the ring. Sheamus throws one of those uh, presents, giant present boxes, mm-hmm. box box at, a, at AJ. And uh, so we do, in fact, have the match right now, AJ Styles versus Sheamus. Once again, man, Sheamus is putting on a wrestling clinic these days, just putting on these bangers. He's had some really great opponents, but, uh, man, I'm really enjoying Sheamus's in-ring work these days. Yeah, he's been doing good work of late. He's, uh, you know, well, he's got to be pushing 40, you'd think. Uh, he's yeah. had a bit of a career renaissance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Both from absolutely. a character uh, standpoint, his character work's been really strong. Mm-hmm. Wrestling these pretty fun matches. Uh, story of this one was AJ early and off and going after Sheamus's knee. Sheamus trying to power through the compro- compromised knee, uh, but in the end, uh, he goes up. Uh, Sheamus does goes after getting out of a calf crusher, and uh, a Styles clash. He gets an air raid crash uh, that gets a two. He puts AJ on his shoulders, goes up to the second rope, looking for a, like a super air raid crash. Instead, AJ escapes, chop blocks him. Uh, Sheamus falls from the second rope. AJ rolls him up to get the win. After the bell, AJ's talking trash. Uh, Sheamus starts to go after him. And then almost traps Sheamus in the rope, so he's his feet are wrapped up in the ropes. Um, and he's dangling then AJ upside kick- down, yeah, yeah. So, so AJ kicks him a bunch. Almost brings AJ a chair, and AJ pretty much obliterates Sheamus's midsection and his leg with the chair. It was again. There was yeah. There was this. There was the Lana one, and even the the Drew one at the end. Pretty violent, really kind of disturbing beatdowns like this one, and especially the Lana one. Because he would not stop, and eventually he sort of stops. John Cone gets in the way, and he's like, "Hey, get back there!" You know, AJ just picks the chair back up and goes right back to town. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was a pretty brutal beatdown, man. I thought this was I thought it was pretty great. Maybe maybe this will be motivation for Sheamus being upset that Drew didn't come out and help him. Um, yeah, I don't know, but uh, this was pretty violent. Feels like they're writing Sheamus off. Uh, I mean, this was the level of a beatdown that you would get a write off with. Who knows yeah. if they're actually going to write him off or not? I haven't checked Twitter to see. Let me if ask you something. Injury. This is somewhat off, off topic, but since Sheamus involved, came to mind. So during the the show, commentary mentioned maybe it was even during this match that Drew and Sheamus would not be suspended for power bombing Pat Buck through the catering table. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rationale was WWE officials uh, ascertained that Pat Buck shouldn't have gotten himself involved in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many? How often is does a fight break out backstage, and everybody comes to try to break it up? You know, that's just a normal order of business. Yeah, maybe just the, the rationale for no suspension seems a bit flimsy. I'll just throw this out there because their rule book is literally a sketch pad that looks mm-hmm. like it's it's just inundated by a madman's doodles. Maybe there is a proper protocol for breaking up backstage brawls. And Pat Buck, instead of calling for security or multiple referees, decided to try to do it himself. And that protocol was broken at that moment. Maybe that's the difference. But again, without a proper rule book, we will never know. Yes. And if that's the nature of it, at least go more into it than he shouldn't have been involved in the first place. Because basically every time there's a fight backstage, there's at least one or two producers who show up to try to break it up. Maybe they maybe they bought him a pint and was like, "Hey, fella, come on, be cool." And he was he decided like, "All not, right." He essentially decided not to press charges in the yeah in the WWE HR charges in WWE. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, after that, we we had a uh, hurt business backstage. Uh, they're walking around. They come across some dude wearing a uh, riddle hat. Uh, he's eating a bronut. Yeah, man. Uh, hurt business. Give him crap for wearing the, the riddle hat. Start pushing push him around a little bit. Uh, Lashley's like, hey, you know what goes well with donuts? A little milk. Oh, and they proceed to pour an entire oh, carton of milk just a waste of, of good uh, milk. milk. Dude. It's a yeah, waste of good milk at least. there. Yeah. Um, apparently the bronuts are organic. Made at home. They didn't really look like that, though. No, they look like pretty get much standard cake donuts. That makes me want some donuts. I'm going to get some donuts this Sunday. There you go. Are you going to get cake donuts or are you going to get... Uh, you can get Entenmann's or you can get, go to a donut shop. Entenmann's? Man, I haven't gotten Entenmann's. No, I got the donut spot right nearby. Okay. No, that's a good donut shop there. I didn't know that. You like your chocolate on chocolate Entenmann's. Uh, I haven't had that in literally years. I, okay. don't know if, I don't know if I've even seen them at the store because for a while I couldn't even find them. Yeah, Entenmann's used to have really good cinnamon rolls. Poof, can't find them anymore. Really? Have you yeah, seen that? Really good. Have you seen that Pizza Hut triple treat thing? No. You, they show commercials during Raw. You're probably just not paying attention to the commercial. It's, I tend not to, no. It's like a building of pizza. It's like it's like three, it's like a cardboard shelf with three pull-out trays. Okay, you get yeah, one yeah, pizza, yeah. two pizzas, and then the bottom is like a bunch of cinnamon rolls. Oh, wow. It looks amazing. And I was like, dude, really? next time, because I know that you know, you're a Pizza Hut guy going back. Like I know well, it's, that's that's what we went to as a kid. I can't really stand it now, but yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I, I thought you still appreciated the taste of pizza. No, I haven't pizza. I haven't had pizza hut in forever. Okay, I was gonna say next time, like in July, when we get together for a pay per view, maybe we can get a triple Order treat. Some pizza hut. All right, we can do that. <laughs> we can do that. Or we'll just have the kids get, get together and stuff. Next fine. weekend, yeah, next weekend we'll get vaccinated. We'll get the kids together to play, well, and we'll get a triple treat. Might have to wait a little bit later next weekend. Right. Um, don't don't think we're at the top of the list for that. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> no, I am not. No, Every, not. It's funny because everybody, like Marissa, she works obviously at a nursing home, mm-hmm. and so she's going to be top of the list. Uh, Lacey's probably going to be like middle of the pack. Yeah. I go nowhere. I am healthy. I am not anywhere close to getting a vaccine. Summer, summer, at the <laughs> summer at best. <laughs> yep. Same here. Uh, so anyway, Sarah rolls in for an interview. She's like, uh, nope, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Cedric like, says, nope. not come back in. Um, and so she asks MVP about his match with Riddle. Uh, he puts over Riddle, says he's talented, but no MVP is going to teach him a lesson of respect. Uh, but he, he says, you should ask about Cedric, Shelton, Bob Lashley. Uh, and they're going to send the New Day and the TLC limping and Jeff Hardy back to whatever freak show he belongs to. Yeah. After that, we get the New Day and Jeff Hardy backstage. Riddle walks up to them. He wants to run an idea by them. And, and Xavier Wood is like, no, I, we're not going to do. Oh, what was it another? Riddle me this on G4. Quiz show on G4. Thank yeah. you. And he goes, no, I know you all miss Big E. So what if I, uh, I'll be Bro E, I'll join you ringside for your match. They all seem cool with it. Mm-hmm. He goes out there ringside for their bout. Next bout, New Day, Jeff Hardy taking on Hurt Business. Yeah, really, really fun match. Um, I was hoping we'd get this, and we did. Uh, a Cedric Alexander celebration. So Hardy gets uh, Jeff Hardy towards the finish of the match, gets pulled off the top by Cedric, allows Lashley to get the hurt lock on, and Hardy taps out. And Cedric uh, does another one of his very exuberant oh, so celebrations. So They're trying to calm him down a little bit. It's, it's so great. Good. I love that he's becoming their loose cannon. I think mm-hmm. that's absolutely terrific. I want to see that continue. Uh, well, after yeah. that, backstage, Oscar's pumping up Lana. Says, "I'm really proud to be your partner. Uh, you know, you just need to believe in yourself. You're going to go out there and beat Nia Jax. Man, if I could have anybody in my life next to me pumping me up for the next thing that I'm about to do, it's got to be Oscar. Oh, Oscar. It's it comes yeah. off as so genuine. So then we had Nia Jax versus Lana, and. Uh, you know, like you said, uh, uh, Lana picked up a win here. So Nia was trying to get her, number one, like Lana was able to counter. Uh, Nia Jack sort of picked her up. Lana countered it with a Rana to the corner. Um, they go up to the corner, and, and and Nia's got Lana up on her shoulders. Lana gets like down. for a Samoa drop off there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kicks her off the top, and then rolls her up, kicks her knee, rolls her up for three. 
Um, it was a very, like I said, a very logical finish. Uh, Lana was, I thought, performing this role very well as somebody who is 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 tentative but sees the opportunity and goes after it. After all mm-hmm. this time, like mm-hmm. it's built to this moment. And I think I thought that it was a really good good little moment for her. So she gets the win there. Yeah. Right afterwards, though, uh, we see Shayna having attacked Asuka backstage. Um, Naya attacks Lana. Shayna shows up. They both attack Lana, and it's absolutely brutal. Shayna stomps her elbow and then just absolutely wrecks her leg, just completely oh, destroys know. it. Um, it was it was some of the ways she was contorting Lana's legs were I just it it was it seemed like too much. Like how it, is she not getting hurt? It was it was nasty. So Oscar comes in, makes a save, gets a code breaker to deny a hip attack to Shayna, clears them out, runs them off. All right, you want to talk about this for a while? I know. So Elias comes out for a promo. He introduces Jackson Riker. Yeah. Um, he he calls back to being electrocuted two weeks ago. Uh, said that you know he uh, the doctor told him that that level of voltage would have ended an ordinary man, but he <laughs> says he is no ordinary man. At that moment, he was baptized in lightning. He had <laughs> visions of his purpose, visions of Riker. Riker knows universal truth. Riker speaks. He says he has been reborn through Elias's music, calls him a visionary, says for too long he's been interrupted, disrespected, and attacked, and he's there to stop that. So then Elias dedicates, based on what we just saw, this next performance to Lana. He strums a few chords. Our truth runs in. He's like, I don't want to interrupt you. I just want to apologize for interrupting you last week on main event. Cool they mentioned main event on Raw. Yeah, that is cool. And so Elias, again, tries to go back to doing his song. 24 division hits the ringside area. Uh, all hell breaks loose. Uh, during the course of it, Riker uh, drops Grand Metalik and then does a, a press slam of Tazawa out of the ring. And then I had to step out for a second. What else happened here? Uh, no, that was it. That was, that was, that was, oh, was it. Okay. Yeah, that was all the right. extent of it. Um, yeah, so Jackson Riker's back as a born again Elias worshiper. Yeah. So there you go. Hmm. Riker's back. Anyways, uh, after that, I mean, he did more in this segment than uh, than he did ever with the Forgotten Sons. I think he spoke more words. He did tonight than he did in his entire I don't know what two and three years he's been in WWE. Yeah, I mean, dude, I know. I I see people in chat calling it out. You know, the uh, the you know he he lays out uh, <laughs> Grand Metalik and Akira Tozawa. Throws him. Mm-hmm. You can sort of process where we're going here. It's not a good look, but that's kind of just WWE's thing is being a tad tone deaf. Um, yeah. So yeah, less less talk about that the better. After that, uh, Miz and Morrison are backstage. They talk about cashing in on Drew. Keith Lee comes up. He's got a coin. He says, "I have a coin." Uh, you guys call heads or tails. And uh, Morrison calls heads. It's heads. He says, congratulations. You guys both won, but that's the only thing you're going to win. And then the little lower thing says, handicap match next. Keith Lee versus Miz and Morrison. Uh, what, let me ask him, what was the point of this match? If Keith Lee wasn't supposed to win it, what's the point of it? I think the point is it to make Miz and Morrison look less bumbling. Did they? When I was watching this, you know, a commentary pointed out that this match kicked off with both Miz and Morrison attacking Keith Lee in a handicap match. It's supposed to be the handicap. You're tagging it out. Yes. You're tagging it out. Did they ever do that in this match? Because I was sort no. of like paying. No. They, they did. No. They never actually did that in this match at all. No. That's a little on the weird side. Yeah. Um, like, why didn't the ref try to control that? Because I don't recall them announcing the match was going to be like a tornado. Two on one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A tornado. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, I just the only thing I think of is 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 they want to make Miz and Morrison look less bumbling, and so they come in and they they beat Keith Lee. Like the visual of, I get it. Sometimes WWE does stuff just for the visual, so we can get in our head that some that these guys can do something. In this case, Miz and Morrison are perfectly capable of pinning a large man. Drew McIntyre is a large man. Um, sort of like I feel like one of the reasons they had AJ Styles face Sheamus beyond the idea that Sheamus and Drew are close, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Sheamus is again 
a large man. Seamus is a proxy for Drew. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. They do this. They do that kind of stuff all the time. All yes, the time. Totally. hundred percent. Totally normal. Um, there was some cool stuff here. Keith Lee looked great, you know, pounced Morrison out of the ring for a commercial cliffhanger. Um, you know, he, he was basically swatting flies. Um, they both have to stack up on Lee to get the pin um, after like a chop block thing. But like, I just don't, I don't know what the, you know, I guess that's, I guess that's the point of the match. I guess that's, that's the, the other thing too, is I kind of felt like what it took to pin Lee shouldn't have been enough to pin him. Like yeah. I know as a flurry of strikes, that's something he faced. You were expecting him to push them both off. Well, something like, you know, they, they, they do that hit a, hit a, a, a chop block. Uh, skull crushing finale, a shining wizard, starship pain. Then they both cover right. Like they need to throw everything they have yeah. at him. You yeah. know, I just don't even understand. Of, like, what was the motivation backstage kayfabe for Lee to do this? It's just because he's like, I mean, the point is he's got Drew's back, and he's gonna he's maybe, he's maybe. taking these guys out or something. I don't know. The whole maybe thing maybe weird. maybe maybe as in kayfabe, it is uh, in 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 uh, uh, you know out of kayfabe. Well, what else is he gonna do? They simply have nothing for him. So I and they, they do that overwritten stuff where he's got a coin, and yeah. they, they, that was nonsensical. I don't know. And this isn't yeah. even me being like a Keith Lee fan. Oh, why don't they book him to win? I don't I, like. I don't mind him losing here. He's fighting two men. He's fighting yeah. two guys. Part of the problem is, is two men up to this point had been uh, uh, portrayed by, by and large as clowns for the better part of a year. Didn't Drew has beaten both these guys in handicap yeah. matches, right? Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Anyways, uh, after that, this is good stuff. Uh, Bray Wyatt took his field trip to the Firefly Fun, uh, to the Thunderdome, rather. Uh, he comes out, he apologizes to Randy Orton. He pretty much just came to the ring and dropped a promo. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it was. But his puppets were there as well. They were sitting You could call side. it a field trip. He just did a promo from the ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, he call, you can call what happened in the end. That was a promo too, but they called it an ascension ceremony. Yeah, I know. But I guess the, the title did ascend, so whatever. Anyways. I guess it's something a little bit different than a contract signing, huh? Mm, yeah. So he said, uh, this is all a big misunderstanding. Sometimes... <laughs> He had his, he has a, a, the fiend has a sad, terrifying, whatever mind of his own. This Sunday, this Sunday after you take on him, I don't know what's going to be left of you. There's going to be no games played at TLC, just sadness and pain. So I'm going to celebrate. I wrote some jokes. He tells two pretty bad jokes. Uh, Randy interrupts him on the Tron, says, uh, you know what? After I put you down, you changed and he appeared. For the first time in a long time last week, I was outmaneuvered by him. How about we play a game, though, Bray? Let's play hide-and-seek. Come find me. And Bray gets all happy about that. So mm -hmm. the, the chase is afoot. The um, game is afoot. For that, we had Mace versus Ricochet. Yeah, uh, before the match, Ali had a bit of a, he had an Instagram promo. Mm -hmm. He's uh, more or less said Mace is going to remind them that they made us. Mace adds that Ricochet used to step over him or had stepped over him. Now Mace is going to step on him. Ollie was on commentary throughout this brief match. Uh, Ricochet has the upper hand. Ollie calls on Slapjack to interfere. Uh, Ricochet fends him off. He calls on Dijak T-Bar to interfere. Ricochet fends him off. Mm -hmm. Ricochet turns around. He eats a choke slam bomb from uh, from Mace. Mace. He kicks out. At that moment, I was like, oh, gosh, Mace is losing this, isn't he? Yeah, I and felt then, the same, uh, yeah. Ali tells Mace to shut him down, and then uh, Mace hits what I would assume would be his finish to get the win. Put you down. Uh, afterwards, Retribution hits the ring. Ali gets up in Ricochet's face and says, "This doesn't end till I say it ends, and it'll end when you join Retribution." Mm -hmm. Good win for Retribution there. Much needed. Yeah, victory. they desperately needed. Yeah. Uh, this next bit. Okay, so Bray is walking backstage looking for Randy. He walks up to Matt Riddle, and so of course he says, "Hey, do you know where, Matt, where uh, Randy Orton is?" And Riddle's like, no, I don't know, but I've seen the future, 
and it's bronouns. So he has a whiteboard with a Venn diagram on it. Mm-hmm. And he pitches the idea of bronouns to Bray. And then Bray's like, all right, well, good luck with that. And so after Bray leaves behind uh, Matt Riddle, Rambling Rabbit pops up, mm-hmm. which I believe with just had Bray's voice. Yeah, they didn't do the thing to it. They didn't pitch it up, no. The, yeah. <laughs> which live might be hard. Um, be, yeah. So he, it has like one line. And then uh, Matt Riddle says essentially, oh, you remind me of Baby Yoda. I'm going to call you Baby Broda. Mm-hmm. Um, and says, hey, I have a, 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 a rabbit named Skipper at home. Will you sign this carrot for him? You can, do you feel like opponents are going too far with this uh, Riddle stoner stuff? Yeah, but I think I felt that way a little while ago. All right. Um, yeah, he's getting a lot of time on the show. There was a lot of he Matt is. Riddle on the show. Um, so, I mean, whatever it is, Vince seems to like it. Uh, oh, this yeah. probably makes Vince laugh to no end. It, it probably does. Um, which is good things for Matt Riddle. And to be honest with you, the guy puts on, you know, better matches than 90% yeah. of the people there. Yeah. yeah so, he's a really good wrestler. Yeah. He's a really terrific wrestler. Uh, so after that, we had, uh, Shayna Baszler versus Dana Brooke. Uh, to start, Shayna doesn't break a sweat dismantling Dana, but Dana, uh, is like one of the first people. I know other people have done it, but she actually moves her arm out of the way to avoid the elbow stomp thing. And then she's able to come back. Uh, eventually Nia attacks, so it's a DQ finish. Uh, and then Mandy Rose comes back with a kendo stick to attack mm-hmm. Nia and Shayna. Uh, and then Asuka comes in and helps out faces Dan Tall. Yeah, it was as this match began, they mentioned that Lana would take into a, a hospital injuries to her leg and elbow. She's out for mm-hmm. TLC. So she's out at TLC. But they said the match is still happening. Yeah. The tag title match. Yeah, man, I don't know. Because before Mandy came out, I was like, oh, maybe someone from NXT is going to come in, up and fill in. Because the thing maybe is, Lana... Rhea Ripley will fill in, or Io Shirai, or... Asuka's going to have... She's going to have a match at the Rumble for the title. Like, they can't you would not so. do that, right? You would think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I wonder she if they She even... had a Robin's title defense. It feels like it forever. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get on Twitter and see if anybody has any info. Okay. After that, I don't know what's uh, going on with this. uh, Our truth is backstage. He's talking to somebody about a PS6. It's Huskis. Uh, (laughs) Bray walks up and he's like, Oh, there you are, Huskis. Been worried sick. And and, uh, Truth thinks Huskis is Bray's son. Uh, We go to commercial. We come back. It's more Bray backstage. He walks past the doorway. sees that there's a rocking chair rocking by itself in it. Looks like his old rocking chair when he first debuted on mm-hmm. main roster. So Bray enters, he approaches, takes a seat. Orton creeps up from behind, attacks him, uh, beats him up a bunch, tosses him into a road ca- uh, into a road case, garage door, and then puts Bray inside the road, road case, boots him a few times, closes the case. Uh, there is some gasoline in a little, a little container, pours that on the case, produces a lighter, lights the case on fire. And so he's there watching the the case burn. The fiend springs forth out of the case, puts Randy in the mandible claw, rams him into the garage door a few times. This is a really cool segment. Uh, Harkens back to Randy burning down the compound. Uh, You know, at that time, that was Randy thinking he had the upper hand on Bray. Turns out he kind of did. Yeah. Tries to repeat that here only to get, Laid out by the fiend. Yeah, uh, he thinks he's got a leg up on the fiend. Obviously not. Um, I, I kind of like it. Kind of closes that aspect of their story, where he thinks, "Oh, it worked once, it'll work again." Nope. Yeah, yeah, I like this too. I thought the only thing that could have maybe been better was the camera Randy posing a- by the by the burning road case. <laughs> well, yeah, when the, the, the angle, the camera angle, when Bray emerges from the fiend emerges from the fire, from the, the, the crate, um, if they had gone with Randy in the foreground and the fire in the background and maybe Randy turns around and then you see the fiend emerge from it, mm-hmm. that could have been a bit more dramatic. But I'm nitpicking. I thought this was a really cool thing. I wonder if there was some sort of safety protocol or something they had to do to keep the that could be keep that, Bray from being you know set on fire. That could totally. Who be. knows? Who knows? Uh, anyways, after that we had a MVP versus Matt Riddle. Speaking of short matches, this was very short. Yes. Yeah. 
Was this over two minutes? I don't think so. Probably not. No, whenever uh, I think Riddle. something goes t- two minutes, it goes like 30 seconds. Yeah, it felt very short. So anyways, Riddle hits MVP with a running knee. Floating Bro gets the win. Uh, afterwards, Lashley hits the ring. Riddle escapes, grabs his bronuts, takes his leave. This is a good uh, question here. Ultra, ultra, I'm sorry. Ult Zero Star says, what's the math on, on Bray versus Randy? Bray sort of, the Fiend sort of, he sort of defies the math, I feel he like. Does. I mean, it's not a, it's, it's a good question because it's like, wait a second. Randy Orton gets destroyed here. Is he also going to get beat by Bray or by the I Fiend? think as a story beat where Randy thinks, oh, I know, I know how Bray operates. I know what I can do to defeat him. Uh, he has to go into this match now with every assumption that he has about Bray cast asunder. He doesn't know what he's really getting into at this point, you know? Yeah. So this is Randy having to walk into this match outmaneuver twice mm-hmm. and probably, and probably uh, quite afraid. It is fascinating though. The, uh, the idea of the heel face thing, because there just isn't one. It's just two guys with a history. And I, I think it's great, you know, mm-hmm. totally better that way. Yeah. And then we get the Ascension Ceremony, where uh, uh, Tom Phillips says, you know, we're going to raise the belt up before anybody talks, and that's not what happened. Everybody talked before Drew even took that belt off. They talked a lot, too, yeah. They talked a ton. Yeah. Um, so AJ spoke first, mentions that they haven't faced each other ever in a match. Uh, AJ says, you know, I said, so I did my research into you. Surprised it took Drew 19 years to win the champion, because look at you. You're tall, you're jacked, you're super athletic. Um, and he says the reason why is that you, he cracks under the pressure, can't handle it. But when you got that title back, you change, you're taking too many risks. Questions why he would volunteer for a TLC match. We've never been in one. Meanwhile, AJ has. He successfully defended the title in a TLC match. He knows what it takes to be champion. Mm-hmm. So Drew counters with the facts as he sees them. He says, this is the, a match I've always wanted. Uh, yeah, he's never been a TLC match. That's true. Uh, early on, he thought his goal was to become WWE champion, but after losing it and then winning it back, he realized it's about remaining champ. It's harder to hold on to it after you won it than probably to win it. And so he had, so he, he asked a rhetorical question: Who is Drew? I'm going to tell. He said, "I'm going to tell you, AJ. I'm the champ that led WWE through uncharted waters in 2020. Who doesn't crack under pressure? And that journey, that 19-year journey you talked about, AJ, is what made me this way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tear you apart this Sunday." I'm willing to do whatever it takes to remain champ and wonders if AJ is willing to do the same. So Drew takes off the belt, puts it on the little thing. Uh, AJ says, well, what if it's not just him? He has to face at TLC, Miz and Morrison attack him from behind with a ladder. They start beating him down a corner. Drew fights back, tosses AJ from the ring, hits Claymore's on Miz. Another one of Morrison. Morrison's holding the ladder. Headbutts AJ, tosses the ladder out. He's setting up for a Claymore. And then almost just chucks the ring steps in. Mm-hmm. Distracts mm-hmm. Drew. AJ chop blocks him. Phenomenal form. Rams it with the ladder. Beats him up with a chair. Jams the chair in the corner. Tosses Drew into it. Omos brings a table into the, to the ring. AJ brings another ladder. Uh, puts Drew on the table. Climbs the ladder. Elbow drop. Climbs back up. Gets the WB title. Holds it up as the show goes off air. Yeah, Here was... the math holds. AJ is oh. not winning this match at all. Yeah, you can't be touching the title like that. You're going to lose. Um, and then, yeah, he beat the crap out of, out of Drew as well. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, open it up to some questions and see what people have to say. Sounds good. Broken Wheelchair, how many belts will Omega end up with, and will he wear them all at once on his way to the ring? Yeah, he should. He should just... Yeah, I wanna, he needs to do a picture like uh, uh, Ultimo Dragon. Just... Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to the ring, he has to wear them all. Remember, like, Zack Sabre Jr. had the three belts, and he wore one on top of the other on top yeah, of the other. He's got yeah. to do that with all the belts he gets. James Rodriguez, power rank five superstars that kill your mood immediately when you hear their theme to kick off an episode of Raw or SmackDown. The answer Miz. is The Miz. Miz. Miz and Baron Corbin. Miz and Baron Corbin are definitely the uh, answers. Uh, a lot of people are suggesting Charlotte could end up being Asuka's partner. It's a possibility. Uh, let's see here. Uh... David Matushek, do you ever think a wrestling movie would ever join the likes of The Dark Knight, The Blues Brothers, Shrek, and Grease in the National Film Registry? Which wrestling well, wrestler film could. would it be? The Wrestler. The Wrestler is a great movie. Darren Aronofsky is The Wrestler. Let's take that one out of it because it's a solid flick. <laughs> Vern Gagne is The Wrestler. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. 
Uh, no holds barred. Probably not. Uh, ready to rumble. Ready to rumble. That's in. <clears throat> um, gaming with Cage. Am I the only one that noticed Rambling Rabbit? Oh, we talked about this. Not having the chipmunk effect on his voice. Sound like Cookie Monster, and I lost it. Pretty sure that was just Bray. Uh, good question. Moses supposes. Who in WWE do you choose as Spider-Man and Captain America versus Thanos and Venom when Disney inevitably buys WWEs? Well, Roman's got to be Thanos. Yeah. Um, Venom should be Venom. Bray. That's good. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, probably Ricochet. Perfect. And then Captain America, John Cena. John Cena's not active anymore. Who's the new John Cena? Oh, sorry. John Morrison. The United States champion, Bob Lashley. Good, good. Great answer. Uh, speaking of Lashley, Gareth Nicholas says, will Lashley make the backstage guy pay for his dry cleaning? Half of the milk went all over his suit. Yeah, absolutely. Wayne Scoggins. Uh, by the way, Wayne, I owe you a response. Uh, he, he DM'd us, and I have to get back to him about the uh, Patreon stuff. He oh. says, what jobbers from the Attitude Era do you think would thrive on Raw in today's environment? <clears throat> well, I mean, the main players, like, you know, St- Foley is timeless. Rock is timeless. Austin is timeless. Triple H is still relevant. Well, he said jobbers, right? Oh, I'm sorry, jobbers. Oh, wow, okay. Well, first off, name some jobbers from the Attitude Era. You know, I don't know if you consider like Takamishinoku a jobber. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah but I yeah, think yeah, he's a, a good one. if he were if he were wrestling today, mm-hmm. um, you know, for a while, comedy act pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think I don't necessarily think that would be the case now. I mean, if you if you if you look at his career now, he's a pretty influential wrestler. He's a very influential wrestler. He still wrestles though, doesn't he? Like I think in so, yeah. in Japan. But here's the thing: this is the problem. He might be these days in the 24-7 scene. I could, could see that as a possibility, or he could be doing something really good. I don't know. He could be doing really awesome stuff in NXT. That's true, too. Yeah, he could be like in a Kushida role, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, night by night, which Raw superstar would you most like to take to your local donut shop, and what kind of donut would you recommend to them? So I guess at the end of the day, it's, it's about getting a couple donuts, a couple cups of coffee, sit down, having a conversation. All right, let's take the new day out of it because you always say Big right. E, and that's that's a good yeah. answer. But let's just take that out of it. Um, like if I knew the donuts were vegan, I'd say Daniel Bryan. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with MVP. Oh, that's a good answer. That guy probably has that's a good ton answer. of stories. That's a good answer. That's a great answer. Uh, dang MQ, would it be a surprise if Asuka's partner is Charlotte? A lot of people think it could be. Um, That'd be pretty awesome. I'd, I'd love, to, love to see Charlotte back. That'd be cool. Okay, if it's uh, Charlotte, if it's Charlotte, I mean, this has got to be, man, this is going to be a tricky one for predictions. If it's yeah. Charlotte, they're winning. Clearly, they're winning. Either they're winning or they're they're using this match to set up the feud between Oscar and Charlotte. Yeah, but Charlotte is such a big fan geek out moment. I know fans aren't there, but for the audience, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be. I, I don't see how it's going to be Charlotte. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Dan, it's got to be Dana Brooke. I don't know. Maybe yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know. Uh, fear and loathing. So Bray is like Mumra from Thundercats. He just transforms into the fiend. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he has all sorts of supernatural powers. Yeah. Uh, ultimate coder. Chances Miz cashes in during the TLC match. Climbs to grab the belt. It's a possibility. The odds. But I don't think oh. it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, if if we're being honest about, it, that's his best chance. Is wait till the match happens. Wait till it be you know, beat up, mm-hmm. then he can just, uh, you know, there's a, a nasty spot on the floor, run down, cash in, climb mm-hmm. the ladder, pin anybody. Boom, you're done. Yeah. If he plays his cards right, that's the right way to do it. Alex Foster, how would you guys inevitably piss off the Hurt Business backstage? Just my general presence would annoy them. They would just, I, would, I wouldn't mm-hmm. even be close to them. they just look at me and be like, ah, that guy, look at his, that's a punchable face. Yeah, same here. They'd probably go and do that. They just come and punch me. I'd say, hey, you guys into fantasy football? And then Cedric be like, yeah. you guys, what, you, Do you guys see my new comic? <laughs> yeah, right. Do you guys like donuts? Uh, gaming with Cage, what moves scare you the most to see? Uh, gaming with Cage says, the overhead belly to belly and top rope Spanish fly are hard for, to watch for me. Dude, bruh, what's his name? The... the, the, the guy called Clark but he's actually Christian Blake Christian Blake yeah. Blake Christian yeah, is that what Blake. Is? yeah you got that right dude he did what I think was supposed to be a Spanish fly off the top with uh, I think it was Ray Horace and he ended up landing on like the side of his head ouch yeah it was it was like one of the first times in recent history that I saw a Spanish fly go off that poorly it looked ugly yeah and I think Spanish flies kind of them feels like there's a pretty small margin for error. Suicide dives, too. Yeah, same. Gregory Faella, what happened to them releasing Jackson Riker? So I think Meltzer said that they were going to release him. But that didn't happen. Plans nope. change. Yep. Ryan Supernova, who could AJ have been paying tribute to when he did his elbow drop? Um, I thought he might do a 450 off there or something. Bailey. Uh, Dan Barber, am I the only one that thinks that Seamus should go on a big face run before he inevitably turns on Drew? Yeah, see how far you can take him as a face. Because if he pe- mm-hmm. keeps on putting on these great matches, if fans were around, they'd be they'd be cheering Seamus, man. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Jorge <laughs> like, D, remember, which we watched that, remember we watched that, uh, God, we did that, was it Money in the Bank? Which one did we watch where like people were going apeshit over Seamus? It was like 2010 or so. Well, if it was 2010, if we weren't watching it live. No, 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 no. We watched, we watched, it was like a going in raw view relatively recently. We were like, whoa, they were really cheering Seamus. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, Jorge D, which WWE wrestler will end up being Santa Claus this year for the Christmas episode? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's on yeah. Friday. It's going to be Otis. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. Rocco, Christmas Carol, but with wrestlers. Who's who? I know you don't really like these casting questions, but this is good. Vince is, Vince is, is Scrooge. Yeah. I just don't, like, I'm not that familiar. So you need Jacob Marley. You need his old business partner. I like Gerald that. Briscoe. Love that you know his name. Yeah, Gerald Briscoe would be great. Gerald Briscoe. We need the three ghosts. Okay. Past, present, what future. was what what is like what was like the general incarnation of the ghost of Christmas past? Was it that the lady? Wasn't there one of them a lady? I don't recall that. Or is that like case. an old I'm, man? I'm honestly more familiar with the well. You're thinking of Scrooge, then yes, it was a. Uh, well, weren't they all similar though? In the Disney, the Mickey version of Christmas Carol, I don't believe. I don't even was, know which version I'm thinking of. In Scrooge. One of the ghosts is a woman, yes. Christmas Carol movie. 
I mean, here's one with George C. Scott. There's one with Jim Carrey. I think that's that weird CG one. Yeah, that is the newest one. Isn't okay, 1938, isn't there? Yeah, isn't this like a classic one? I don't know, I've never seen it. <laughs> Ebony's a Scrooge. Yeah, that's Vince. Gerald Briscoe <laughs> could be Jacob Harley. Okay, so here we go. The youthful ghost of Christmas past. Okay. And then there's the the merry ghost of Christmas present. And then there is the ghost of Christmas yet to come appears as, yeah, I remember this, appears as a silent cloaked figure. Yeah. It's the Reaper, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Bray could be the ghost of Christmas future. Okay, sure. Uh, Christmas past. Youthful. Liv Morgan. Good. Good. Christmas present. Some sort of youthful. No, wait. Christmas present is the Mary. Yeah, Mary. Because I think in Scrooge, it's uh, 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 a... How about this? Remember him? (laughs) Yeah, of course I remember. Who doesn't know Buster Poindexter? What was the name of his... uh, The something dolls, right? Uh, uh, Oh. New York? Was it the... Yeah, New York dolls. New York dolls, right? How about this? I got it. Some people have mentioned this as well. Christmas future is the Undertaker. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good. The the Christmas present is Firefly Bray. Okay, that's good. And then past is uh, 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 Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Good. Yeah. Good. Who's the boy? Uh, Isn't there like a little boy? There's like a, yeah. What's his name? What's that kid's name? I don't know why it's escaping me right now. Tim? Timmy? Little Timmy? Yeah, Tim sounds right. Tim sounds right. Little Timmy. Because he's the son of the dude who works for for Mr. For yeah. Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. Who plays that? Nicholas? Mm-hmm. And I guess John Cohn would have to be his dad, yeah. John Cohn. John Cohn is his dad. Braun would be his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, broken sound wave. All right. Without us actually doing the math, who's got okay. better going in raw math, the Miz or MJF? It's got to be the Miz, right? Yeah. Because he's Miz. got Miz legacy. Beats him on legacy and kayfabe because he's won a ton of titles. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to do something. What's the math on wrestlers going into a match type for the first time versus the opponent that knows that kind of match very well? Oh, good question. I feel like if it's a face who hasn't been in that match. Well, I mean, earlier this year, that's how Randy... One hell in the cell. Yeah. It was a match type Drew hadn't done. Yeah. Now he's entering the same situation as AJ. Mm-hmm. Having gone through all that with Randy at hell in the cell, he's going to beat AJ here. So experience is 1-0 and oh in this very limited sample set. Yeah, but it's about to be 1-1. One one. Uh, I'm sorry. For the, asked, oh, go, ahead, go ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is a very quick answer. Dog authority figure. I enjoyed Joseph Park the few weeks we saw him with AJ. How would you use him as an on-screen character as AJ's manager? Yeah. <laughs> he was really good. He was really good, and they have chemistry. Solus is the attempt to try and make Miz and Morrison less bumbling coming too late. Yes. Is there a believable cash and attempt you could both get behind? Actually, the one I mentioned, the TLC. That way he doesn't have to do any moves. Just cash in and climb the ladder, dude. That's, that's not the most believable one. That's not a hundred percent not happening either. That's a that's a distinct possibility. I mean, it's, it's a, a great way to yeah. finally get this damn cash in to happen, and then you could do Drew versus the Miz at the Rumble. Drew wins mm-hmm. it back there. Yeah, I mean, if Drew's thing is I need to learn how to keep it, maybe he does have to lose it a couple times to learn how to keep it. Could be. Could be. Uh, White Brownie, how would you book the road to EO versus Asuka Mania without uh, EO winning the Rumble and without Asuka losing her title? Uh, have EO do the same thing Kevin Owens did with uh, yeah. when he showed up yeah. on Raw. Just have her come out and attack Easy. and say, this is the real woman's title that matters in this company. Well, let's, yeah. fi- let's find out at WrestleMania. Yep, there you go. Uh, Nicholas Grosskirth. Uh, it says I could also see them saving the Charlotte return for the Rumble. Yeah, totally. I could totally see that's probably more likely. 
Um, all right, that's going to do it for us today. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll answer some more of your questions. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, join us tomorrow for our Impact uh, live stream at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Thanks, everybody. Yep. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.